I think you're putting dumb words in my in my smart mouth. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. You guys are fantastic. <laughs> you got a great show today. A great show. <laughs> okay. Let's go make history or whatever. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. Wee! I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepared to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch in unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacer fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacer podcast. Today is February 22nd, 2015, and this is episode 101. Company from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and season ticket holder. Uh, first of all, I wanted to give a shout-out to... Happy Chinese New Year. <laughs> Give a shout, a shout out to the, to the New Year. Shout out. Uh, yeah, Lunar Calendar. Woo! Out. Happy Chinese New Year. It's the Year of the Sheep. Uh, I'm a sheep. Uh, yeah, and that's actually not good. I think that's supposed to be bad. a uh, bad year for me. <laughs> now. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Welcome, Pacer fans. You are listening to The Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast, and this is episode 107. Company from Indianapolis, Indiana. Wait a minute. Is it 107 or 108? 108. We're 108. You who wrote, who wrote this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Joining me are three analysts coast to coast like buttered toast. First, from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacer fans? Uh, actually, I've got breaking news. We uh, have another trade to report. The Undebeatables have traded John Colson to the Miller Time podcast. In exchange for what? future draft considerations. You couldn't call me beforehand? I mean, I showed up to work today. I could have stayed in bed. This is, I think the Miller time records later. I'm kind of excited about this move. You're going to have to pass your physical on that. Uh... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. It's probably going to nix the whole thing. I might be back on the team next week. <laughs> well, let's introduce you just in case. <laughs> <laughs> you can always edit this out later. From Indianapolis, Indiana, he's our in-house bartender, mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? I'm just enjoying uh, being comfortably past the century mark now and doing these shows. Just uh, triple digits. Yeah, the first hundred, you seemed really nervous. <laughs> Finally settle in. That's right. Company from Seattle, Washington, out west, our enforcer. John Harper. What's going on, fellas? Good to be back. Um, I actually didn't have anything going on last show. I just really didn't want to talk about those games. <laughs> I think that's totally fair. That is that fair. Was a, that's a well-played move. Everybody gets one uh, 
personal day. <laughs> per- personal day. <laughs> and this is not paid time off. Benefits package. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have paid time on. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> and somebody from Seattle, Washington, out west, our enforcer. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not from Seattle at all anymore. I'm Woo-hoo! not. Which is good. But that's John Harper. I agree. My inaugural show from Eugene, Oregon. Uh, I've got a big bag of weed and some granola. We <laughs> <laughs> get this thing done. We want to start this show with uh, this thing's been in the work works for uh, dozens of years, I'd say. Um, yeah. Uh, John Colson uh, has his list of twenty five his his twenty five uh, favorite Pacers of all time. John, you want to get us started? We're going we're bottom to top here, right? Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Uh, well, you know. So to be clear, this is your favorite Pacers, not the not the greatest Pacers, Pacers of all time. This is okay. my list of the the most important Pacers to me. And just uh, a little bit about this list: How many uh, players are on the top twenty-five? Thirty-five list? Pacers. Thir- Thirty-five. <laughs> Pacers. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of your favorite Pacer, according to this list on the current roster, Paul George. Who was number five overall? Number five. Uh, he's back, baby. Practice this week. Full practice. Full practice on Thursday. I was expecting Sunday to be the day, but Thursday, he's there. He's running around. Did you guys look at the film? Did you dissect it, Zepruder style? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's got to be just emotionally a big lift for the team to see him out there running around and playing. Definitely gives him something more. To not that they weren't already focused on making the playoffs, but if you get to the playoffs and you add Paul George, you can yeah. probably do some damage. You know, like, like you guys are saying, they're not playing a lot of uh, good teams, but you still got to win these games uh, to to get to the playoffs, get to where you want to be. Which is uh, Colson, you're staying fifth. Fifth spot is what they're they're going for. <laughs> I mean, why not, right? I mean, here's the deal. Well, I got a bunch of reasons, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was a good week. Four wins uh, and four tries. Getting us on pace. I thought we could have done more. I was looking for that fifth win. I think they, I thought they could have as well. <laughs> Longest winning streak of the season. Five yeah. games. We have the best record in the NBA since February 1st. That's right. We're 16-7 and seven with George Hill in the lineup. And a uh, cream puff schedule to finish out the season. With all of this information, I'm assuming we don't lose another game. And well, maybe we don't lose another game after PG comes back. Maybe there you go. Right, because we also have a superstar in the wings. Oh yeah, that's right. We also have a top five guy. Just waiting. This team's solid. Vogel right now is really getting a lot out of what he's got. Now, mm-hmm. have we played some crappy teams this week? Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's there's tough. lots of asterisks. I agree with you that Chicago's a good team, and this is a quality win. But there's asterisks, asterisks. What's the plural? Asterices? Asterices. Asteri? Asteri? Asteri. Um, so we're going down the stretch. This Stars. thing is... is they're, they're, they go up on us. I always wanted one of those clocks that was, uh, you know, would pick up the time automatically over the internet. Like a cell phone? Not, a, not the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the radio. They sent out the radio waves to set your cesium clocks. From this, The cesium clock sent the radio wave to your door. And you brought it inside, I think. I think it just goes right through your door. No, no, no. You don't no, have to no. do anything after. Lock the door, man. Lock the door. So th- this was the last of six games where we 
held opponents under 90 points and 40% shooting percentage for six games in a row. Wow. Um, three other times, or no, two other times in NBA history, a team has done that. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. Were we so. one of them last year? <laughs> no, actually. I think wow. so. Wow. Yeah. No. All right. All right. Uh, one, one thing I liked from this game was... Uh, uh, you, you mentioned they put up 34 threes. They actually hit 17 of those, so you can't be too mad at that. Nope. And that uh, ties a franchise record. When you're up 20, you can shoot all the threes you want. Sure. Don't care. <laughs> um, but the G2 zone, if anyone's been to the field house, uh, they track every time someone hits a three. They, they put it up on the the front of the G2 zone, and they ran out of threes. There's there's no well, – they ran out of space. There's no more space for three Did points. they run out of, like, little cards as well? Like – I don't know if they ran out of cards, but they had they had nowhere to put the cards. Too many threes. Well, we got to redesign Conseco Fieldhouse or uh, Bankers Life Fieldhouse right. now. Tear it down. So as of recording, we are thirty and thirty-five with seventeen games to go. Yeah. So all we got to do is go twelve and five. Sure. To get no to sweat. the forty-two win prediction, which no sweat. I. At, we're we're going to be a lot closer than I thought potentially right now. Look, looking down, I mean, we've won a well, lot. Now, of games. Um, w- but where's where's uh, where's Boston? It's like in the northeast uh, of the country. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, sir. So, as far as I can understand, a chicken fry is just an elongated chicken nugget, right? I don't think you understand the essence of the chicken fries. <laughs> okay, uh, but yes, it is just a, okay. It's just fried chicken. Got it. You've got the idea, but you're not understanding the essence. I'm not listening. Right. I'm not hearing. I'm listening, but I'm not hearing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you guys see David West sprint off during the middle of the game? Uh, no, but he didn't come back. No, think, no, 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 no. This was and this was like the possession that they blew the whistle to stop the play for whatever reason, and he just just trots like to the bench, like past the bench into the locker room and doesn't return. Not and, and you know the, the announcers are like, well, he's not limping. We'll get a report on that one. <laughs> and uh, they said illness, which means uh, he was probably on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> He had ate too many babies. That's right. That's right. He ate, he ate a bad baby. Is what happened. Yeah, you don't want to be the bad ones. <laughs> he probably see. He probably ignored that warning. He says raw or undercooked baby. Uh, <laughs> right now, we're fighting for our playoff lives because we lost games that we shouldn't lose. Uh, you know, we talked about uh, the Pacers having a home of five hundred or better record at home. Uh, for the longest streak in the NBA at the 26 years, I think, right now. Uh, this win clinched them. Clincher! Which was, that was my goal for the season. And they could they achieved that tonight. Sweet. And that was about it for the game, I think. That was it, Joey? One other thing, maybe. Oh, uh, Paul George was on the bench tonight. <laughs> His first game of the season. <laughs> He's back. Not in a suit. He's back. He back. He was back. Thirteen points. I uh, I was really actually. He looked good. I forgot I, that guy was pretty good. That guy's good. Oh yeah, he is super good. Tuesday, April fourteenth, uh, filled the field house again, taking on the Washington Wizards. Uh, another game. They got to win. They, they got to win or they're done. And uh, Pacers take this one in double overtime, ninety nine to ninety five. Well, this game, just to set the stage for you, Joey, so Brooklyn, who the Pacers were fighting with for the A spot, 
got blowed out by the Chicago Bulls. Right, and that set up a situation for the for the first time in a long time. The Pacers control their own destiny. So if they win their last two games, they're in the playoffs. Down the stretch, you started to remember what a chance this team has in the playoffs. Right, if if they, um, you know, it was the it was the guys that have uh, that have started for us and been in big situations that hit the big uh, shots. Uh, Paul George hits a big shot down the stretch. David West. George Hill, all of them took their turns. And then I think um, the save of the game was Roy Hibbert. The Hibber. shot of the year, you called the it. Shot of the, the shot of the year was Roy Hibbert. Uh, they're on the free throw line. Uh, David West uh, misses his second free throw. And uh, Roy Hibbert does a spin move, like a Dwight Freeney spin move on Gortat, and tips in the, the missed free throw. And that's the only reason we made it to overtime. It was fantastic. This is bad. Yeah. Great analysis, guys. I was thinking that overall the season was relatively successful in the sense that we finished close to 500 i mean we didn't quite get there but for a team that you know vegas had at being you know one of the bottom 10 teams in the league you're welcome it's me yeah thanks, joey. <laughs> thanks joey. <laughs> making us feel better joe what was the what was my pick was 32 and a half 32 and a half 32 and a half so i they went, finished with 38 39 30, 38 38 so i mean that's like a respectable at some level, considering sure. that not only was our best player and, you know, top 15 NBA player guy out the whole season, except minus five games, we had a bunch of other injuries on top of that. George Hill only yeah. ended up playing like 35 games or something or 40. He's our best player. David West was battling injuries all year long. You know, CJ Miles in and out. CJ Watson in and out. Um, just a masterful job, I thought, by by Vogel and by this team, like sticking together and and fighting, right, literally until the last day of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So I, I told you all that uh, I was here at Cicero at uh, Charlie's Lake House, uh, and uh, we actually have one of our longest and best listeners, D. Charles, here with us in house. I've never said listening. he was a good listener. It's <laughs> never happened before. Neither has his wife. <laughs> oh, that was one of my better traits. <laughs> this is this is a truth cast over here, buddy. <laughs> That's how we roll. Perfect. Pull no punches. Yes. Secretly an intervention, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> right. I wonder why my parents were out here. <laughs> we are we are classy here too. We're uh, we're splitting a uh, Canadian club in a. Uh, Paper cup, a classy paper cup. Yeah. Though. So, yeah. cheers, salute, cheers, with a platinum back. Yeah, that's right. Platinum right. back was the name of a band in high school. <laughs> yeah, it was. And you guys played nothing but Nickelback covers. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's strange that we weren't more popular. <laughs> Chink Akiol, not a lot to know about this kid. He's twenty seven. Oh. <laughs> um, he's 6'6", from Turkey. 
Uh, he was drafted in 2005 by the Hawks, and the fact that you've never heard of this guy tells you all you need to know. He means he will never be over here in the states, right? No, no, he's never gonna. He's never gonna do. Do it. you think he's like a like a white elephant gift amongst NBA GMs? <laughs> like they've just been swapping his rights around. Like it's like a hot potato. Whoever has the rights to him when he retires, you know, <laughs> loses the, the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like some really expensive joke that we would never be able to play. Right? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like every couple months, he gets a he gets a package with a new jersey in it, right. yeah. so he knows yeah, that yeah, he's. Yeah. <laughs> Rich people problems. <laughs> the struggle is real. Well, it was a. Really, I thought a fantastic year, all things considered. Yeah, and thanks, Unbeatables fans, for listening along with us as we force ourselves through these arduous journeys. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it was at sometimes, you know, very fun this year. At sometimes, I think they were very depressing Man. and hard, hard times to get through. Really Tough high losses. highs and really low lows this That's year. Right. Right? Yeah. Four. What did you say? Four. Losing streaks of six games or more. Yeah. And then I think we probably had two or three winning streaks of six games or more, right? Yeah. I mean, that is seven and a six, I think. Yeah. All right. Next year, I guess. Yep. And uh, we'll cash in on our 0.8% chance of a number one overall draft pick. That should be should be fun. Let's do that. Um, we do have... Um one of our awards to hand out, I think. Uh, the under, the, uh, as I've uh, called them, the the, uh, the underbeat awards. We'll just make everybody else a winner. So I think we're going to start this year out. Uh, do you have something to say there, Colson? Well, no, I was just going to say I want to... You, know, you look the, pensive. Well, these are our awards, right? This is not... We're not predicting the NBA no. awards. These are our awards. Um, and we try to come up with a consensus, Quaker style. Stay in a room until it's all figured out. Uh, but sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes they're in line with the NBA awards. Sometimes they're not. Just for the record, I don't do anything Quaker style. <laughs> not even breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the rest of the Undebeatables. Great job last week. Keeping me in tune with what the boys were uh, preparing to do, I guess, this past week. And uh, with the Undebeat Awards. I thought that was an interesting, interesting discussion. See how close we are to the NBA predictions. Do, do you need any specific responses? Were there any that we just totally piss you off on? No, no, I was cool. You guys, I appreciate you uh, representing, you know, my thoughts and the fact that I totally forgot that sixth man was even a, <laughs> a thing. <laughs> Didn't put in votes for that. It's because it's a dumb category. Yeah. The funny thing is I was on the plane working on it and I was like there's six categories six what is the sixth category I can't think of the sixth category the whole time yeah amazing if you bring PG back you're immediately somewhat of a contender especially in the Eastern Conference which again is sort of highlights the fact that maybe Bird is overreacting with this idea that we need to change our style of play sure completely you know we didn't have our best player head and shoulders above the rest of our guys. I mean, if you're going to panic the entire don't season, it, don't so. you do it at the beginning of the season, not at the end of it yeah. when, you know, we just barely missed the cut. I don't know. Right. And then the other thing was with this past season was not only was PG out, but 
most of the starters missed tons of time. Yeah. Had everyone who had you know had been relatively healthy for most of the year, they they would have made the playoffs easily. Sure, I agree. Larry, did you watch that season, Larry? <laughs> he was there silently judging a lot. You know, we had a season that we knew was sort of going to be a lost season. It wasn't going to be a season playing for a championship. Uh, looks like Paul George is going to be back. Well, of course, we don't know what that looks like over a whole season. But I don't see this this rush that, that uh, you know, to judgment that Bird has. Um, to just blow this thing up. I mean, you bring back this same squad, I don't see why we couldn't dominate in the East next year. I don't know. I just think it's a little bit of a reaction. I think that what they did was rash in a press conference a day after the season was over. I'm not saying this isn't the right road. I'm just saying that they didn't actually sit down and talk about it before they started throwing stuff against the wall to see if it sticks, right? (laughs) You sit down. That and scares you, me. If there was no pre-thought to this press conference, it that's what me. it felt like. Though I mean, you do sit down and look at your team. And you're like, okay, George Hill played really well. We like where that kid's going. But there's no question that this team is all about Paul George. How do we maximize our best player? Right? Put him at four. That doesn't seem like the right thing. I, I would move more towards putting him at two than four. Right. He was a shooting guard when Danny Granger was on the team. It did seem rash. I liked how Larry went on this rant about how people don't set good picks anymore. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very old man thing. All uh, the kids these days. Like, this game is simple. If you move the ball <laughs> and you move people, you make shots, you win. Old manish. It was great. Totally. I don't want to make this a big thing, but I liked <laughs> the way that they played like two years ago. The, the the thing the way the Pacers had been playing, I liked the way they played. Solid defensively. It's still our advantage with the personnel we have. I, I, I'm I that's you, what I'm saying. And there's no way in hell Roy Hibbert's not going to sign that contract. Who's going to give that? To, what is it fifteen million dollars? Who's going to give that to him? No, I mean especially now that he's working out with Sly Stallone and doing. Uh, oh my God, is that what he's doing this year? Yeah. What is, and he's doing jujitsu sides no. of rib sides of beef. Yeah. In the in the cold room. That's exactly right. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. That was my it's a Rocky, Rocky reference. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. Um, well, you don't watch movies. So. No, I didn't. Um, you used to when Rocky was made. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw some of the Rocky movies. Um, <laughs> what's a four was what movie? Best. What was. movie was it that uh, when his when his shoulder was out that they slammed up against the wall? Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Lethal Weapon. Yeah. That's a different movie. That's totally a different movie. A different, different actor. Are you thinking of uh, no? You're no. thinking of Tango and Cash? No, definitely not. Oh, okay. Wait, is, uh, no, you're thinking of Turner and Hooch. <laughs> Evan Turner and Hooch. Now, um, this, uh, this I would I would oh, watch that on, remake boss. of Evan Turner. <laughs> I, I've been I've been really I've decided that I'm really upset about this. I've decided that I think Larry Bird's an idiot, and I don't know what he's doing. Like I get trying to motivate Roy Hibbert to be a better player, but like we said last week, Roy Hibbert's too fragile, and there's no reason to mess with him publicly. I. I really don't know why um, Bird is is deciding just on the fly that we're going to change the way that we play basketball when the thing that made us special and different and talented and gave us deep runs was playing smash math, smash ball. 
And um, I'm starting to think that we can play faster without a Roy Hibbert, and we're going to be a fifth seed. And if that's who we want to be, that's fine. But Roy Hibbert is a special defensive talent, and we've just alienated him. And I'm starting to really wonder if I trust Bird to be in front of a microphone. Anybody else have thoughts? Well, those are two different things. So I don't know that I trust Bird to be in front of a microphone either, but... I kind of do trust him to run the no, show. But when him, him being in front of a microphone affects the way that we play basketball, that becomes an issue. And I think I, that... That was the, no slip of the tongue. No, All I understand. That was well, okay. you think you think so? You think that he wants... A, you think that he really believes that uh, a Roy Hibbert-less less basketball team is going to be better than, than one with? I do. I think that he definitely believes that. Okay, and you th- and, and and when we're a fifth seed next season, can we blame this on him or no? We can always blame whatever we want on him. The guy's president of basketball operations. Right. I'm just saying, I, I I really I've really decided that I'm I, I think he's wrong on this. Blair is about winning, I, and I think that his obsessive need to win is even greater than his pride. If he finds out that his system isn't working, I think that he will change course. Right, which I think is what's happening right now. So, uh, team, we are in the finals. Uh, game four. It's, it's not going. It's, honestly, it's not going that well. Uh, but it's okay. I believe in you guys. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to draw up a play. It's going to get us back in the game. All right, LeBron, what you're going to do is you're going to inbound the ball to you. All right. And then you're going to take on whoever's guarding you. It doesn't matter. Does it matter? Okay, cool. All right. Uh, but LeBron, does it matter who's guarding you? Okay. All right. Excellent. Go team. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's my David Blatt. Thank you. <laughs> and see. see. <laughs> I think they do the huddle and they put their hands in and they say go team. That's right. That's, that's how, that's how uh, we end every uh, huddle. Yes. <laughs> go LeBron. Yeah. You end the huddles the way LeBron tells you to end the huddles. <laughs> So, yeah, the, I mean, the Cavs end up going down in six games. But that was a hell of a lot better than most people. I mean, after Kyrie went down, pretty much everybody had this in a sweep or five games at the most, right? Right. Yeah, no valiant effort by the Cavs. I was going to ask if there was anyone more excited about this Warrior win than Isaiah Thomas. I mean, this was his dream. This was his dream. When he coached us. That's right. If Jonathan Bender exactly had stayed healthy, he could have made the Pacers into the positionless basketball team, right? That was the whole plan. It, that's what I believed back then yeah. because I'm a moron. <laughs> Hindsight has corrected that. No, I mean, I don't know. Like, he was ahead of the curve, right? I mean, I'm glad we got, I'm glad we got rid of him before he cost us $60 million in sexual harassment suits. <laughs> there was no way for us to win with Isaiah Thomas. I don't know. He was ahead of the curve, though. He, he, he did was ahead this. of the curve on this idea. Yep. And he is now validated. <laughs> and for me, uh, as part of my secret drinking game uh, on this podcast, I have to drink now because you mentioned Jonathan Bender. Uh, <laughs> ah, <yes. laughs> Very nice. <laughs> and the Pacers are uh, preparing for the draft here, which is coming up in two and a half short weeks. We did not win the lottery, unfortunately. Mm. So we have the number 11 pick. Is there anybody I'm I haven't been I'm not very good at scouting uh these draft prospects, but is there anybody that you guys have an eye on that you would like to see the Pacers draft? 
Yeah, the one I've had the eye on the most, I think, is uh, the best available Kentucky Wildcat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that looks like it's going to be Trey Lyles. Okay, that guy. Or Willie Cauley-Stein, probably. But. So you uh, would like to see them take a big guy. You don't care. You just want a Kentucky Wildcat. Yeah, no, I, don't, the, I don't. Whatever. The pedigree. Guard. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> okay. I just I don't want Frank Kaminsky. Mm. Can we not have him? I, I feel like I feel like he's gonna fall, and Larry Bird's gonna be like big white guy, yeah. <laughs> and he's a lock. I've got my guy. I just have to look him up. Sorry. He's definitely your guy. Then is your guy is your guy Towns? Because no. he's not falling. <laughs> he's gonna be off the board. Uh, yeah, I like the all the mock drafts have us taking this dude out of Texas. Miles mm-hmm. Turner or something yeah, that's, like that. Yeah, that's my dude. That's I he love Miles Turner. Supposedly has a three point range, but there was another guy that that's I, uh, I was well, that guy's that's uh, the half brother of uh, Miles Plumley and Evan Turner, right? <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> good call, Joey. Yeah, good call. <laughs> sign this guy now. He's a lifer. That's right. And you can reuse your your Evan Turner jerseys if uh, <laughs> if he stays the same. He number. chooses oh. to take. He's everything we've uh, we've always wanted. A kid like out of drafted, you know those these guys can get in a lot of trouble really quickly. You know you're away from your family, you got a bunch of money, you're surrounded by people that are telling you you're amazing. Like I don't, I'd be in a ditch right now. Like <laughs> certainly, so. that's why we didn't give you that signing bonus uh, when you when you started with the show. That's, that's why we never tell you you're amazing, Joey. <laughs> you're afraid of where it's going to lead. We don't want you to end up in a ditch. <laughs> Um, that explains a lot. <laughs> Joey, stat of the week! Today, June 21st, is Frank Vogel's 42nd birthday. So happy birthday, Frank Vogel. Happy birthday! Happy birthday. Shout out. Shout out to Frank Vogel. He is the winningest coach in Indi- Indiana's NBA franchise history. Is that true? In, in, in NBA, yeah. Not ABA. Sure. Slick's got him because I, I feel like uh, Bobby Slick Leonard has 529. I feel like that. That's a yeah. Thing. He's got him beat by a country mile uh, in the franchise total. But yeah. I feel like Vogel got robbed here, right? Father's Day and birthday on the same day. Yeah, I'm just getting nabbed on gifts right now. So <laughs> right. it's not. It's not cool. Yeah, my mom's birthday's near Christmas, and it's yeah, just I got like that too. It's not yeah. Fun, man. Nah. What are you gonna do? That's all right. We'll, we'll get him a championship. Next year for his exactly, birthday. I'm gonna well, give it to him for Father's Day. It's got to be nice for his family. Um, you know, they they get all those uh, Father's Day specials over at the hardware store. Um, you know, they can get him a birthday gift um, on a discount. Although, have you noticed that they don't do Mother's Day uh, discounts at at the hardware stores? Racist. For I know. That's what I'm saying. Problem with our society. Yeah. Women women can use power tools too. That's the problem we need to focus on. <laughs> Boiled down to its essence, yes. That's it. Wait, where was the outrage at, at the at the flower stores for, for Father's Day? Well, I, I equally equally upset about that. I'm just retroactively angry about that. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> you have a lot of retro anger built up, don't you? I, I do, I do. It was a tough season for the Pacers. <laughs> Joey, stat of the week! Uh, if you guys may have noticed, out west, there's a pretty good player, LaMarcus Aldridge, 
playing for the Portland Trailblazers. He has not been there terribly long, but he is already the number one all-time rebounder for the Portland Trailblazers. What? That's no. He's uh, just beat out Clyde Drexler. What? How was Clyde Drexler number two? (laughs) Well, he was there for a long time. Uh, Rasheed Wallace. Is there going to be a Sabonis sighting? Probably not, huh? Uh, Number eight, Sabonis. Hey! Hey, is uh, Sabonis' kid playing for Gonzaga now? Is that a thing? I was just watching the Gonzaga game, and they keep calling Sabonis' name. I can't believe it's a popular name. I'm going to Wikipedia that while you guys... Uh, well, so I Sabonis know where... is like Smith in <laughs> wherever Sabonis is from. Arvidasvania. So, how, so congratulations. How is Bill Walton not make the top 10 in uh, rebounds in the history of Portland? That is not listed on the stat sheet. I don't know. <laughs> the, the how is not on the stat sheet. Right. <laughs> Indeed, Domantas yeah. Sabonis is the son of Lithuanian basketball player Arvidas Sabonis Good and Lord. was born in Portland, Oregon. This dude is such a pretty boy. Mm-hmm. The frack is going on with that. <laughs> Six foot ten, two thirty-one. Or sorry, he's Lithuanian. Two point zero eight meters, one hundred and five <laughs> kilograms. <laughs> so I wouldn't have thought he was more than two point zero two meters. <laughs> Shout out to our Lithuanian fans. <laughs> this stat of the week uh, was a tip from my dad. Thanks, thanks, JJ. Uh, the the stat is one hundred and thirty one miles. One hundred thirty one miles from Newark, Delaware, to Madison Square Garden. Story is, the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves had so many injuries that they could not dress even eight players for the game March 19th against the Knicks. Seven. Well, l- well let me stop you here. It's, I, I feel like eight is the minimum you have to have. Yeah, they had seven healthy bodies. So that's not good. So they needed a player to not forfeit the game. And unfortunately for the Timberwolves, the uh, uh, the New York Knickerbockers uh, Dealey team was away. So the closest team is the Delaware 87ers. And uh, Sean Kilpatrick is the guy. Heck of a name, the yeah. 87ers. Sean Kilpatrick's the name. And uh, he just finished, co- just finished practice. Coach says, guess what? You're playing in the garden. Get in your car and go. So he leaves, heads up there. Uh, he didn't fly? He just no. didn't take the train? Don't you guys have a train up there? I, no. He had to go, man. No time. Uh, so he gets up there, plays the game, uh, gets aboard, 10 minutes. Um, but he made the, uh, made the two and a half hour drive in about an hour and 50 minutes. Just gunning it to get it there. <laughs> but uh, he helps the Timberwolves uh, not forfeit the game. They, they have to give him a 10-day contract. And after the game, leaves, goes uh, straight to the airport with the team, and uh, goes on their road trip. So he did all right, you know. Good for him. Yeah, just you know, just out there doing yeoman's work out in a Delaware, Newark, Delaware. And Hi, he gets a shot in the NBA. I'm in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> Other interesting note: Sean Kilpatrick, first uh, leprechaun American to play in the NBA. <laughs> so. Breaking barriers. 
Congrats. Yep. That's right. While he's breaking uh, speed limits to get to the game. Yep. Uh, you know, after Paul George got hurt, um, what I was really what I was hoping for was uh, basically this coming season to be the shot for the Pacers to take to, at the title with a, a healthy Paul George. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, you know, you know, if Hibbert plays like he can play, like we've seen him play a couple years ago, um, you know, you get the guys we got. If they're if they can stay healthy, you got a really good team, but. You know, if David West leaves, that changes a lot of things about your your team on and off the court. And I don't know what you got without without him there. You know what this felt like to me? This felt like a Larry Bird backfire. Mm. It felt like Larry Bird did everything he could to get Roy Hibbert to opt out of his contract by talking very publicly and a lot about getting small and fast. And instead of driving away Hibbert, it drove away West. Interesting. Maybe sneakily, that's what Bird wanted to do. Maybe, maybe that's what he's going to claim in his autobiography. You can be sure of that. Sure. (laughs) I think that Larry Bird understands that he's a good defensive player, and if things had gone differently after the end of last season, I could see a path to keeping Roy Hibbert. But when you come out and say we don't want you here. You can't just keep that guy around and expect your locker room to be happy. But whose fault so is that? It's Larry Bird's. Bridge, it's Larry cut, Bird's you fault. Cut your ties with that guy. Why? Why did he come out with that? Why did he do it? There's no point. Why? I don't. Use, he clearly doesn't understand how basketball works. Or he, <laughs> <laughs> just just burn your jerseys now, Pacer fan. <laughs> oh man, Colson, it's broken. <laughs> I'm suing Larry Bird. He Larry, broke my friend. <laughs> oh man! Trade away Danny Granger, and I, and still I said nothing. <laughs> I love that, but that is not true. You complain forever about that. <laughs> Excellent point. Excellent point. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say here, though. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I get the metaphor. Larry Bird equals the Nazi. <laughs> That's what's going on. Got it. <laughs> totally legitimate. And he doesn't know jack about that. Ba- he doesn't know how basketball works. <laughs> At least we're all on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a conversation. Philly Beer 112, is that like a username handle? Yeah. You sound like me, Joey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, is that a, is that a ever... user password name on the Twitter? Is that what that is? Do I hashtag that on Facebook? You're not allowed to be the, the uh, tech dumb guy. I'm that guy. You're the tech smart guy. I know this stuff. That's why I'm in television. You're in a fucking trailer. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I was a college dropout. So with the off season, and uh, as we mentioned at the uh, top of the show, David West officially he gone San Antonio, oh. uh, and he went out in style, uh, signing walked away. Was it twelve million that he, he had mm-hmm. in Indiana? Uh, he's working for a minimum wage. In San Antonio for like was it one point five or the veteran's minimum? 
Yeah, so he had 12.5 on the books, and he's going for 1.5, so it's 11 million difference. Yeah. So he left our team. (laughs) 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 Well, he's true to his word, I guess, right? I mean, he he wanted to win a title, and he went to the team probably, as Colson mentioned in the top, the team with the best chance. You know, it would have been... A uh, different story had he taken money and gone to the Knicks or something like right. that, which was rumored. So, I'd feel worse about that. I feel like if he's not going to be here, I love David so fairly well, and hopefully he does get a ring. It'd be great, great capstone to his career. Absolutely. Yeah, there's lots of good things going on in Pacers. Yeah, let's talk about what the Pacers things. did with that salary cap space created by David West, surprisingly opting out. So I think the first big pickup, uh, Monta Ellis, uh, was signed, came from the Mavs, and previously Golden State, Jason, you said you watched him playing out there. Monta Ellis have it all! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a ringing endorsement. I, I see smiles on faces. What is that? It's it's really impressive that we got a guy this talented uh, in the free market, and you know, in free agency, and I'm really excited about that. I don't know how it all works yet, but I know the guy's a talent. And this guy, I mean, I really predict that he's going to be a fan favorite. I mean, he having watched him in Golden State all those years, the thing that you appreciate is that he just he brings it every night. Like he attacks the basket with fearless, fearlessly, with no regard for human humanity. Human life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what it is. With, with no regard for human life. And he's uh, he's a warrior, man. He like. He was a warrior. He was a warrior. He's like in. Now he's a soldier, man. He's a warrior. He's a maverick. I mean, he's had a couple of injuries throughout his career. He's cavalier. (laughs) What Larry did uh, yesterday was trade him to L.A. for. We don't know for sure yet, but the rumors are a second round draft pick. potentially foreign player picks and uh, cash considerations. I don't know what any of that crap means. What that means is we salary dumped Roy Hibbert onto the Lakers. So that's what happened. (laughs) So, Joe, you have a theory on how Bird was conducting these negotiations. Uh, Could you you enlighten us as as to what was going on? I mean, I think it was probably uh, several beers deep. At a Fourth of July barbecue, yeah, feet up at the uh, poolside at the at the barbecue. Uh, definitely no smartphones. <laughs> so he had like a he had like a, a phone cord there, like a little cradle. His, uh, his sh- yeah, shoulder. Yeah, he's dialing the. He's having his assistant dial the rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> they bring it out like on a tray. I think. That's right, silver platter. <laughs> Operator. <laughs> Call L.A. <laughs> Get Los Angeles on the phone. Post taste. Luis Scola, a gentleman who lands on my top twenty-five paces of all time. Scola, Scola, Scola. Scola. Colson, kill me. This is our last chance to get this right. You are Scola. definitely not Scola. playing drums Scola. in the Scola. unbeatable band. So, <laughs> yes. Luis Cola. <laughs> so, uh, this gentleman uh, decided to sign with the Raptors. 
uh, he sent out a text that said, we the North, and that was pretty much it. Did he, did he text it to his wife or something? I don't know. Uh, what, do, what do you do? You tweet it. He, he you, hashtagged you, you it Facebook. on the Twitter bombs. Yeah. You do something that's public, and I saw it. It said, we the North. It wasn't like he left because we couldn't afford him. Well, we spending. I, I, I mean, my wild speculation is that the David West thing was a bit of a surprise to Bird, and I think that he realized that some of this locker room had sort of ill will towards the way that he'd been handling the team, and I, I just you, you got to sweep, got to get them all out. Man, this is well, this scares the shit out of me then, because I'm scared. I, I I was okay with a lot of this stuff, but now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't scared until we had this conversation. Because I was just like, whatever, Chase Buttinger, I don't care. But then, and I didn't know that the Monte Ellis, like, they screwed up his signing to him, and I might not get him. So that's yeah. another. Oh yeah, we barely. We, we may not right. even get. I mean, we'll get him. That'll happen. But yeah. Yeah, this scares me. And now, if you're if you're at odds with uh, Paul George, this transcendent talent. Right. And your attitude is like anybody that disagrees with me just needs to be gone. Mm-hmm. Like that's a scary that proposition. Scares that scares <laughs> like, me a lot. That is why that. Oh yeah, no. Uh, we yeah we got to keep our guy a little happier than he probably is right now. Yeah yeah. And I think Bird's thing is you, right now you can't see the forest through the trees. You can't see how good this is going to be for you. Hang with me for a year. But if all these changes don't create a locker room culture which believes in its own success, then he's going to have a real problem. And we've already talked about how concerned we are that Larry Bird maybe isn't the best guy to affect a healthy locker room. This, there's a lot of questions. Yeah, because who's the leader in the locker room right now? It's Paul George. So he right. has to buy in. Right, but he just got a slap on, very public slap on the wrist from Exactly, his, right? His, That's his not president. Good. <laughs> no. Yeah. So um, not only did did I lose uh, three of my top 25 favorite paces of all time in the offseason? Oh, that's a um, big hit. <laughs> we got to figure out what to do. Should we should we take whiskey shots for these guys, or is that when they retire? That's every time they, they make a basket. It's when they retire. Uh, okay. All right. All right. I was getting ready to take three whiskey shots. Right. No, because we did, didn't we do this for... Uh, for Al Harrington when just Al Harrington. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but we had to do something when they're traded, too. We had to do something. We, we'll come up with something. Your answer to everything is whiskey shots. Come on. I'm pretty sure, though, that the mention of Al Harrington does require whiskey shots. Oh, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of the secret Undebeatable's drinking game. (laughs) You know who I miss? I miss a lot is uh, my man Bender. How's he doing, you think? Yeah, drink, drink, drink. You would fit great into our small ball. Um, I I do want to give a shout-out to uh, David West, Luis Scola, Demarudej, Roy Hibbert, Fallen Soldiers, we will miss you. <laughs> um, good luck around They're the They're still league. alive, you know. <laughs> it felt like a veiled threat, didn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a veiled threat to Larry Bird. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's not veiled when you say that. Damo was a guy who showed up every day and was healthy, so that that's really my concern with it. Why do you make this trade then, Harper? Why why do you make the trade? We're cleaning house, Colson. We're just cleaning house. So you think there's some serious dirty laundry then in the locker room? That I mean, why do you cough up a guy for a guy that has similar skills? Like I, I don't know. I, I if, if your argument is that he's clearing house because he didn't like what the locker room was doing, he wants all his guys. How, how he wants is his guys. Damo a problem in the locker room? Didn't he? Ha- wasn't Damo one of his guys? Yeah, man. These That's are the guys saying. he brought in. He brought Damo in last year. And apparently, he didn't like him. He traded him for Buttinger. 
This is just a bizarro <laughs> world. I don't understand what's happening. Maybe Harper, you're you're hinting at something bigger, which is that there was something. There's something ill in that locker room last year that was seeded last year in the process of losing or, two or something years like ago. that. I don't know. Or two years ago. Or two years ago, right? But we're still hanging on to key figures from that team in Paul George and George Hill. That's sort of the centerpiece of but our that's team. That's it. We got nothing else left from two years ago. Solomon Hill. Uh, yes, he was a rookie that year. You're pretty much your entire team is turned over. And Jan Mahimi. Yeah. Okay. This, I mean, this is a breakup on the level of the brawl. Yeah. Hinky Winky was a bear. Hinky Winky had no hair. Hinky Winky wasn't very winky, was he? That doesn't work. It's gonna be great. Uh, it's gonna our- be. It's gonna be Chase Budinger great. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be my new thing for everything. <laughs> oh. All right, our new expectation level. <laughs> okay, cool. I think uh, let's take a break and let's listen to some uh, some some hot tracks. Shout out! You want to shout out to him? Yeah, yeah I love yeah. this track. Thank you for coming out tonight. Got a special treat for y'all this evening. Do y'all want me to bring them out? Do y'all want me to bring them out? Ladies and gentlemen, I Crowd pump, make them asthmatic. Kill the show and drop the mic like a bad habit. These mere mortals want to battle, know I combat it. We got beef and about to blow, that's fantastic. Get it? I would be nothing without the fans. Same way a goal is nothing without the plans. Mess with my fam, no limbs, we throwing hands. I'm like an infant, determined to take a stand high. Gay said Bush doesn't like black people. I think we all hate niggas, love black people. Obama got elected twice, love that sequel. The world's evil, but music makes us all equal. One verse turn the stage into a cathedral. Lyrics so dope, a 16 should be illegal. You got a purpose on this earth, somebody needs you. May the Lord save you and your brother keep you. The divine leads you and your dreams feed you. Belonging with the stars, R2D2. Got the force with me from now to the coffin. Rock a crowd, have them skywalking. Now that's high. high, 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 high. Get them high, get them high. Back from the break, the, we'll get the link to all these uh, all these songs. We got every time we get a, a song we post it. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's do this again. <laughs> uh, we're back from the break. Every time we post a show, <laughs> take three, Joey. Take three. <laughs> I guess along with that ticket sales, the ticket rep hit me up. Wanted to know if I was back. I'm back in. I'm back in for Yay. next year. Nice. Did you I ask like them it. what they're doing with the Area 55? I, oh, I should have done that. I could send them an email. Uh, maybe maybe we can uh, uh, undebeatify it or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm, not should, a bad idea. Yeah, we got some ideas for that space. We could do some things. I don't like, know. I would like the drumline to stick around. Or are oh, they just oh, going to get converted into the G2 zone? What's going to happen? We need the drumline. The drumline was great. Yeah. This last year, though, they were like the McDonald's drumline, which I was less enthused mm. about. Mm. Um, but still, still the same. You are loving it. Now we have to pay them for that. Thanks. <laughs> I, was, I was not loving it, though. Um, well, uh, insert jingle here. Let me go get a beer. Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> Insert jingle here. Okay. Want to have the most fun you've ever had watching a game show? And let's play Where That Player At. So uh, the average salary in the NBA is $4.37 million. If this helps you guys, uh, maybe I'm giving you some clues. Um, league minimum for a player that's uh, played zero years uh, is uh, basically a half a million dollars. And if, you have, uh, if you're a veteran of one year, the league minimum is $845,000. Got it. So, the highest player, uh, paid player in the league, Kobe Bryant, at $25 million. And the largest guaranteed contract is Anthony Davis uh, at $126 million over uh, his contract. Um, and just in, in honor of uh, the Fever who are uh, in the finals right now, uh, to give you some context, average uh, salary there is uh, $72,000. The league minimum there is $35,000. And uh, Tamika Catchings, who uh, was a 10-time ten, All-Star, five-time Defensive Player of the Year, Finals MVP, uh, part of the all-decade team, and a top 15 player of all time. Uh, also had a quintuple double. She gets paid $109,000 a year. So Man, that was amazing. Yep. So they kill for 72 cents on the dollar. Huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. No idea on this one. Uh, this was a this was a uh, a, a call-in question from a fan, um, specifically just to me. But uh, so I did some research on it for you. Um, didn't know if anybody knew this stuff. So your mom called you and asked yes, my mom asked okay. me. My, <laughs> mom, my mom asked me why it's called a dime, um, and uh, the etymology actually uh, comes from dropping a dime means to uh, snitch on somebody um, because you used okay. to uh, hmm. call the cops with a no, dime, right. yeah. and um, it's an assist to the cop. Um, and uh, actually, uh, as what, what turned it from a street slang term from uh, about snitching to assists in basketball actually goes to Pacers own Clark Kellogg as an announcer is the first person that they can trace it back to using that on a broadcast. So Really? No kidding. Yeah, yeah it was definitely part of street slang in basketball long before it was... Way before part, that. Okay, Way yeah. before that, right. Um, it's like how people said uh, use it. ball don't lie and they attribute it to uh, Rashid Wallace. Rashid Wallace, right. Ball don't lie has been around forever. Right, so. right. So... He's the first person to you, you know, that said yeah, it. He, he when coined white people it were listening. because it was yeah. right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, a uh, little fun fact. But at the end of that, uh, just uh, it's kind of a bonus question. That was awesome. Not okay. affecting anything. Yeah, nice. um, Jason is the winner of this year's Where That Player at. Yeah. Well, uh, final score was uh, ten uh, for Joey, ten for Harper, and eleven for Jason. So, um, well done in a barn burner. Uh, I think all three uh, Undebeatables have now won and now have a trophy for where that player at. The best mascot name in the NBA. Slamson. <laughs> <laughs> Slamson the Lion. Ooh. I guess it's got to be Sacramento? That's right. That's pretty Sacramento good. Sacramento Kings. 
Yeah. Isn't that a good that's, one? I like it. Yeah, that's lion. great. Oh, yeah. Lion. That's the King best team jungle. on their team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's all sounding good. Let's just talk <laughs> about uh, mascots, because that's where the good stuff ends. Based on this mascot, I'd say they're winning the West. <laughs> sure. Uh, mascot to be determined. What? That's right. They don't have one now, but they are going to have one that should be announced by the All-Star break. Ooh. We're talking, of course, of the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. Uh, but no, seriously, they are in... Um, I mean, they just changed their logo and everything, and I guess as part of that rebranding process, they're going to have a mascot. I think like, how do you not roll that out before the season, though? How ridiculous is that? I don't know. Maybe they just couldn't, they just couldn't decide. Should we start throwing out some ideas well, for I, management? I, I've got one right now. I want Clippy, we'll get it. Clippy. Clippy from uh, Microsoft Office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that makes the most sense, for sure. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. It looks like you're Don't. trying to win an NBA game. <laughs> <laughs> Can I help? Last week we covered the Western Conference, which was full of lots of teams with title contenders. Also full of lots of bears, is what I learned. <laughs> lots of bears. <laughs> Who knows what's in store for us this week. So here we go. Number one, Bango. Any mm. guesses? Did you say Bango? Bango. 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 Is that a knockoff of, like, unlicensed knockoff of bingo? <laughs> Sounds vaguely Australian. What's that bango? <laughs> a bango, H.O. baby. <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, bango is the 76ers bear. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> That is statistically a very good guess. But no, Bango is a buck. Oh. John. John. <laughs> I need you. I have a project for you. I need a mascot. And I need it today. <laughs> Come up with a mascot now. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I, I can't be. I'm, I'm John here in this, one, in this scenario. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it's a, uh, it's a bear... With, <laughs> Which is uh, actually fitting this time. For yeah, exactly. Yeah. With a um, a hat that's like a like a. Like it's a, a Russian a, bear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it also looks like a, a net, like an upside down net, and that's and he's called Netty the Bear. John, this is brilliant. Can you also <laughs> coach my team? <laughs> I was gonna have it was like three bears. And they fit inside each other, the nesting bears. <laughs> okay, nesting bears. And then you actually have three mascots. Yeah. That's great. It's good. It's good. Cool. And instead of uh, Netty, we call him Nesty. It'll mm-hmm. be good. Yeah. Nesty. Good. <laughs> Somebody write this down. <laughs> this. You should have a record of this. Copyright. Hooper. Hooper is a horse. Mm. Hooper's a horse? Hooper is a horse. Yeah. Oh, that would be... Uh... Detroit. Yes, the Detroit Pistons. Really? Yeah. I think they'd have some like super awesome hot rod for a mascot. Yeah, go with that. <laughs> Just embrace the car culture. <laughs> well, I think that's what the horse is meant to do, right? Yeah. Horsepower. Horsepower. And, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, like, not that's like a lot horse. of degrees of separation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, exactly. From small I, mind. Immediately, I went to a horse and buggy, <laughs> okay. which is the opposite of a car. <laughs> is it the opposite of a car, or is it? I just got deep real fast. Yeah. Whoa, man. Whoa. I don't think... I think you thought you did. <laughs> I think you thought you did. I have yeah. no concept of where we fall as a basketball team. What this anymore. team is. Right. We did all these podcasts in July 
and I was really excited about the moves we were making, and I love Monte Ellis. I liked our draft pick. Um, you know, I like getting younger and faster and more athletic. But now as the season approaches, I have, I'm have i like sending panic texts to you guys like, wait, who's our crunch time five? I don't trust any of these guys. No, it's a really What's good question. On? I mean, you you know that it's Monte Ellis, George Hill, Paul George, and then who? You know? Right. Um, that's a problem. <laughs> this is an evolution. This is a whole new team. It's going to be fun. Um, or it's going to be incredibly tragic. One or the other. <laughs> that's right. Welcome to the Rakeem Christmas era. That's right. That's yes. right. I just want one more Christmas. This week I'm drinking uh, some some Washington State Chardonnay uh, from Charles and Charles. Charles and Charles. Um, I really thought you were going with Charles in charge. No, that's <laughs> I. I don't know. I feel like it's that's what I want to say every single time I look at it. <laughs> it's just like a muscle memory. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. From watching so much Charles in Charge. Right. <laughs> Charles in Charge of our day and, and our, our wines. <laughs> uh, before we get into the show, we've got to talk about it. Uh, we just got the word today. Uh, coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, Flip Saunders, passed away. So... The thoughts go out to his family and friends. Uh, I know he's respected by you know basically everyone that knew him, really uh, held in high regard. Yeah, I rooted for him a lot of years, Colson and I, while we were up in Minnesota. So yep. a, a tough Not loss enough. for the NBA family. He's really, really was a stand-up guy. Besides being his a good coach and GM, his teams were always known for the extra pass, and I appreciate that. Shout out! Shout out! Yes, yeah, just said. Sad news. Uh, Hickory basketball things this year. They've got like a, actually like a promotion. The Pacers are running. It's uh, like it's like a Hickory basketball. Uh, you get to, like you, I think you can buy a ticket package for those games when they're when they were in those uniforms, oh. which is kind of cool. And the Larry Bird Hickory uh, uniforms are going to be for sale. Really? So yeah. it'd be the gold and with the bird on the back. Yep, thirty-three. All right. So it's a fictional jersey of a fictional team. I think you're digging into this. It's pretty meta. I don't know. Yeah, it is. So it's a jersey of a fictional team with a guy that never played for that team. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just send it your checks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) October 29th, home opener versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Pacers can't hold on, lose 103-112. Jordan Hill replaces Paul George at the uh, power forward spot to start the night. And I think it was because you don't want to match Paul George up against Zebo. That you is know, correct. Out of all the big and poundy teams, uh, Memphis is the biggest and the poundiest. <laughs> um, we probably need to um, start a new drinking game every time... Uh, Paul George complains about a call. We should take a drink. I don't think my liver can take nope. that. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy living. <laughs> I am not going to do that. We will all we will all be blacked out by the second half. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I can drink that much water. No, <laughs> but he got attacked like ninety seconds into this game. I've always said though that jump shooting teams uh, 
can't repeat as champion. So, um, <laughs> you've always said that. Yes, it's yes. one, one of his go-to sayings. <laughs> very, very quietly. You, you, you probably are you, there. are you angling for Clay Thompson to make you a T-shirt? Is yeah, that I, I wear a size large. Um, I like the color yellow, <laughs> and I will wear it on national TV. Sure. Yeah, but this just goes to my, uh, you know, theory that the Clippers, top to bottom, as an organization and and players, they're all little bitches. So <laughs> that was a sweet French on French uh, centered matchup between him and Gobert. I think that the French trash talk was <laughs> intense. Sure. <laughs> sure. We just couldn't hear it. Yeah. Or if we could, we didn't understand it. You think they met? You think they had baguettes and a. Uh, Cafe LA or something before the game. Right. Before the game, and then yeah. went and did some parkour afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Traditional French pastime. <laughs> and then afterwards, they went and saw like a, a black and white film noir and just smoked cigarettes inside a movie theater. Oh yeah, yeah. with a bottle of wine. We talked about how meaningless life was. That's right. I need uh, to hang out with Z- these guys. What's his Z points? <laughs> So they still spoke in English, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to start off this show, I want to talk about Glenn Robinson III. I got a question for you guys, all three of you. Chairman, you can go first. Uh, will Glenn Robinson III be A, sixth man of the year, B, most improved, C, will he win the three-point contest, D, will he win the dunk contest, or E, all the above? Yeah, I think I want to go with all the above. <laughs> yes. You're all the in. correct answer. The chairman's all in. And of course, Evan Turner shows up uh, for the handful, one of the handful of games that he's going to show for this year. <laughs> and picks up 20 points against us. Oh, man, I, I love playing the passes, man. It's just... <laughs> I, I, my eyes fill with blood when I see them. With blood? Yeah, you know. Blood. <laughs> like I'm angry. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, sorry. Stat of the week. What do you got? This, this week... <laughs> Uh, my Is there an unnecessary machine. side jingle? I feel like we need that. <laughs> unnecessary asides. The whole show would be unnecessary. <laughs> aside like, jingle. You're just playing that jingle all the time. <laughs> 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 all right, I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> well, after smashing my atom machine for a while, these numbers came out. And it said Monta Ellis has five point two or 5.3 rebound or no 5.3 assists per what game. machine are you using it's uh, <laughs> a little fuzzy i've been playing the uh, paul george drinking game uh, <laughs> uh paul george has 4.3 assists per game and the starting point guard george hill had 3.5 so again george hill not the leading assist man and the new guy, Monta Ellis, uh, leading the team. Joe, you seem upset by this fact. Well, this I just uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm a little traditional, but I think the point guard <laughs> should have the assist. The shooting guard should shoot. The small mm. forward should be I don't know a little guy, and uh, <laughs> it should be a small forward. <laughs> he wants Isaiah Thomas at our three. 
<laughs> yes. He's the smallest of the big guys, so probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's the new math. It's Adam and Run the Weave, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Yeehaw! I have no idea why that kind of yeehaw. I'm I'm talking to you, Larry. (laughs) (laughs) Are we doing this every week? What do you like? I don't. What are you doing every week? No, I I don't know. We need to figure out some sort of catchy way. Like we need to talk about it every week. This this is this is our new mantra. This is our new rallying cry. Let's get uh, new, the. Christmas did we have Attic. an old mantra? Did I miss our old mantra? The, this is we're gonna so get the Christmas sure. Addicts Tigers freaking honored by the Pacers. Our old one was BYOB. Uh. <laughs> I do not fear the beard. When he gets something up his uh, tailpipe, he'll uh, he'll be ready to go. Yeah, get- you heard me. I was trying to channel my Colson there. <laughs> okay. Some mixed metaphors. <laughs> it's gonna get a cocaine enema or something. <laughs> I don't understand. It's gonna happen. Oh, you know that's the name of the pod now. God, it's perfect for Thanksgiving. <laughs> don't, don't call it that, please. <laughs> oh dear. The idea was that we were gonna sacrifice some defense. Because we were going to play this up-tempo offense, but uh, we're 26 in the league in scoring right now, so that kind of fall-off too isn't quite working. I understand we're tinkering with things, but uh, you know, you mentioned Harper earlier that we don't we lack identity, and I think that's really true. Um, our, we're not a defensive team, but we're not committing to this run-and-gun thing. The the frustrating thing is Joey, as you said, is they're coming up with new and creative ways to lose ball games. I mean, they had. Two games this week where they were up by nine in the fourth quarter and obviously failed to uh, seal the deal there. Much like yeah. me at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> I gotta like wiggle my butt and stuff. Um, I'm happy to find some random liquor on top of the fridge and drink it if you'd like. You do that for me, <laughs> and mix it and mix it with Red Bull. You know, way, just, to, way to take one for the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Bailey's and, Saint Bailey's and Red Bull for you, Joey. Whatever Ooh. it takes. <laughs> Man, that's a true friend. <laughs> Joey, stat of the week, and it's big news, Laker fans. Nick <laughs> Sw- Swaggy P Young has just recorded his first assist to Kobe Bryant in the three years that they've been on the same team. Both are players that uh, you know don't pass a ton, and um, it shows in the, in the stat sheet. <laughs> okay. So, so give me that stat again. What, what, what are you saying to me? Are you saying that Nick Young has never passed the ball to Kobe for an assist? Or anyone. <laughs> Mostly anyone, but specifically Kobe. This is the first assist he's ever given Kobe in the oh three years God, they've been that together. That is so amazing. Granted, yes. That is so uh, awesome. Kobe's been hurt some. Uh, but you'd think that players that play a lot, like both of these guys, log minutes. You'd think, you know, they're it not would never by on the court together. Right, not never. <laughs> no, I, so l- l- give me a second here. 
seven seven hours on the of court time together that seems like a lot is that a lot <laughs> i mean i feel like if you're on the court with somebody for seven hours some you might throw him the ball and you know kobe's shooting too so and he's getting the ball somehow but not from swaggy, not from swaggy b. b right also kobe stupid. does not hit a lot of field goals that were assisted to begin with that's true. Sure, sure. Now, now we're blaming Kobe. Yeah, you know, don't blame the victim, John. <laughs> we have uh, a guest in the house, Hello? Aaron Triplett. Hey, what's up, Pacer fans? I'm here. I'm the Pace uh, Undebatables commun- Senior Communication Advisor. So, uh, which means I tweet once a month on yep. the Undebatables account, and I write a blog about every other month. So, and have you figured out how to block Colson yet? On Twitter, no. <laughs> so shout out at Bright House Care. Shout out at yeah. Bright House Care, yes. And he's, he's doing it two ways. So we, we talked about uh, uh, endlessly, I think, a couple years ago about how um, good Paul George was, and he was an MVP candidate, and he was playing both sides of the floor. Um, this iteration of Paul George, the guy who came back from a potentially career-ending leg break, um, is better than that iteration of Paul George. This guy is out of control good. I think it puts him in the top five of players in the league, which is crazy to say. I mean, that's absolutely insane to say as a Pacer fan to have that kind of talent on our team. Just came out. Kobe Bryant officially retiring from basketball at the end of the season. Uh, this season, not not too kind numbers-wise. He's uh, shooting about 31%, uh, 15, 16 points a game. He's slowing down. Uh, body can't keep up. So this is his last year. You know, he's you know one of the greatest of all time. Uh, lots of rings, storied career, uh, comp- crazy competitor, all those things. Uh, this is last season, so. Yeah, Kobe definitely, I mean, one of my favorite guys to root against in my lifetime, right? I mean, we've seen this guy, I mean, he's literally our age, right? So we've been, he's been a part of our lives for a long time in the NBA and uh, yeah, we'll go down as, like you said, one of the greats. I mean, he's top 10 ish overall, (laughs) right? In that conversation with one of the greatest Lakers of all time, five rings. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good career. Very good career. And it's great that he took, you know, Jason, your advice. And now he has a chance to do his farewell tour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And get his rocking chair in opposing arenas. So, you know, it's nice to, you know, hopefully be able to go out with some grace here and enjoy the end of what has been, you know, a really historic career. As much as I hate Kobe Bryant, I and all Pacer fans kind of owe him a, a, a thank you in a way. Um, he was Paul George's favorite player growing up. Mm. And, uh, Basically, Paul George's work ethic now is a direct result of stories that he heard from Brian Shaw about Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. And he, I think, in in a larger NBA sense, I think influenced the current generation of players um, with that work ethic. You know, there's a, these stories of guys playing for Team USA and going and be and just seeing firsthand how Kobe um, conducted himself and in, in the way in which he prepared for games and stuff. And they were like, holy crap, <laughs> yeah. this dude does this every day? I guess I should step up my game, right? 
and we're in a land of riches in the NBA talent wise right now. In a large part, I think, due to that. Yeah, absolutely. I was just thinking earlier this week how you know when Paul George came into this league, not a three point shooter Mm-mm. at all. That's all work ethic, and it used to be that guys could get to the rim and you know attack above the rim the way that he does. Didn't develop that shooting range, mm-hmm. uh, and Kobe has made that a necessity if you want to be an all star in this league mm-hmm. or a superstar, I guess. Mm-hmm. Shout out Kobe. Oh, just yeah, didn't, didn't no, I'm not. I'm not comfortable with that. He's still the guy that <laughs> murdered us in the overtime in Game Three in the finals. Like I, yeah, you know, I can never right. love Kobe. He just because he's old and he's leaving. I mean, whatever. One of the great foes is. Uh, yeah, I, you know, whatever. Great career, Kobe. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> he did well break our friend. hearts. That's true. Well put, my friend. You know, we could use on our podcast. I think we could use some uh, Gilbert Arenas to shake some things up. Oh, screw you, man! I'm out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. You well, you don't like poop in your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like assholes. <laughs> It's a fair argument. I'm the I'm the only asshole on this show, guys. <laughs> we have a one asshole rule. That's position, right. Position closed. <laughs> you got to go through Harper. <laughs> We're only about a third of the way through. Yep. Yeah. As uh, uh, JJ uh, for the Pacers uh, said, he he was going to assess the first trimester <laughs> of the uh, of the season. Uh, do we have all the? What can you tell on the first trimester? Fingers and toes and uh, heartbeat. I can see you have a heartbeat by the end of the first trimester. Yeah, I mean, I think the Pacers have that. And then you measure it's, it's the size of a, a, a walnut. That's pretty small. Is that right? That seems about right. I don't know. I don't know where you buy your walnuts. Everything is in terms of some sort of piece of <laughs> produce, though. That's what I do know. Or a sports ball. Right. Yes. Right. So a walnut or a uh, or, or a golf ball. golf ball. Yeah. 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 Or hail. Uh, it, because hail is in, is also by that. It's a uh, a type oh, of, I see of what fruit. Saying. Yeah. It's yeah. a type of so yeah. hail. Yeah. And uh, and uh, babies. Oh, so that's confusing because your nephew niece nephew he's a nephew yeah, yeah. is uh, named hail yeah so they were referring to hail by fruit slash sports balls yes throughout his gestation right and, and then he's also hail well he is the size of of hail now of himself i mean he always will be i mean yeah yeah it's gonna mess up this he's never gonna understand the the weather no on tv no and the thing that disappoints me most um, about this is that paul george is our de facto leader and with these types of statements, he's essentially just throwing his teammates under the bus. Yeah, without a doubt. Which is not what you want your leader to be doing. Yeah, what does that say to your teammates when you're telling the media that you're, you know, that the everyone else needs to step up? You know, I'm sure I'm sure they're working. Everyone's working hard, and yeah. they're trying to do. You know, they're trying obviously to to do their best. Yeah, I mean, C.J. Miles doesn't always hit his shots. He has cold shooting nights, mm-hmm. as players do sometimes. And sometimes they have a good defender on them. And uh, that's the that's the leader of your team, and that's the, the, the verbiage coming out. 
this is coming on the heels of you know getting fined thirty five thousand dollars for bitching at the refs, and I mean you know the, the maturity level isn't quite there for you know a guy who's supposed to lead his team. And you know he even mentioned in an interview right before the San Antonio game about how much he misses David West, about how that was the guy he could lean on, and and that was the guy that led the locker room, and now he's having to do all that. And so the the, the young man is clearly feeling a lot of pressure. But I think you mentioned earlier, Jason, you know, or, or Joey, that, that uh, you know, guys like Kobe crave that. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and he's shirking that a little bit. So hopefully this will get easier on him. Hopefully it'll feel or he'll start embracing it because otherwise it's going to be a long season for him. Don't worry. It'll be over soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're going to die soon. soon oh. enough. <laughs> we should probably go now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I gotta prepare my funeral <laughs> arrangements and whatnot. Well, it, it, it'll get better. Pacemaker. I've just decided I'm going cremation. <laughs> I've been thinking green burial. I don't know what you guys feel about that. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, it's like a way. Is it a hybrid or something? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, in a way. I don't know. You just walk into the ocean? Is that what's going on? Yeah, yeah. I think you just get like buried in the woods somewhere and, you know. I mean, what, by us? Like, and then you get eaten like, old, like, in, like you would originally, right? right. Like, okay. But, I mean, like, do I have to, like, drag you into the woods? And oh, yeah, this is definitely, you are the person that's dealing with all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Colson must must throw me in a trunk and drive me to the woods. Now look, we're, we're beyond um, you know overreaction theater. There's no way that you're going to outlive me. So, <laughs> so you're going to have to drag all of us out into the woods. That's right. the plan. Remember uh, that it was your idea when this happens. Right. <laughs> friends help you move. Best friends help you move your dead body. Hmm. There's a Hallmark card if I've Let's heard. Be real, guys. We're, we're all going to take a cyanide capsule when the Pacers <laughs> win their first title in 2050 or whatever. That's exactly. right. We've reached the height. How do I, how do I not sign this pact? <laughs> so are we going to wrap Stupid. you in a biodegradable uh, like tarp? It's something like that? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just take yeah. you out and the worms eat you. Just a yeah. giant the idea. seaweed you go, You go back into the, the circle of life. You become, you know. You're used. As opposed to being cremated, then all your stuff never gets used, right? It just gets burnt up. True. Sure. Uh, but you didn't... Like, because I like the idea... This is getting pretty heavy for a basketball podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of sort of... It's sort of reincarnation in a sense, right? Because the things that made up you go back into some other living thing, like directly. Right. Whereas if you're cremated, then that doesn't happen. The things that have... You know... The burn up your remains your... aren't useful to anything else. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if you just... That's a bunch of carbon, you know? Your cremains. Yeah. Guess, yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, you know, if I don't drag you to the woods, you're just going to be rotting on your couch anyway. And, like, nobody really, <laughs> really eats you or anything. Uh, yeah. You just, you're just yeah. smelling up the neighborhood, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll try... I'll just want... I like this wander into the ocean thing. Yeah, so yeah, that's it's not like bad. the end of the what was that book? The, the Awakening. Awakening. Yeah, yeah. There you go. 
I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'll, put, I'll, give, not, I'll give that some thought. I, I feel like you don't. Uh, I mean, you don't, you're not taking up a. You're so you're not taking up a plot, right? You know, they're not just burying you in a biodegradable uh, bag, uh, or like you're just you're just sort of like curled up in a ball in the in the uh, forest floor. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I go with this. Okay, cool. Excellent. So we've all made our death plans. <laughs> Next week on the show, Wills. <laughs> I always wanted. I was. I was going to be buried in, not in a casket, but yeah, in some sort of uh, trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then oh and God. then and then have a tree planted where I was. I don't need a headstone or whatever. Just a tree. It's sort of like, right. rep- yeah. I, and I feed the tree, right? That's right. the goal. That's what I always thought. Yes, it's one creepy we're, ass we're on tree. The same wavelength, yeah. But yeah. you don't need a garb. You don't want a garbage bag. Well, no, the, one of those biodegradable ones. I don't want. You want a, okay. like burlap sack or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I just yeah. don't want people to spend a bunch of money on a like on some a cheese. You just wrap yourself in cheesecloth or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need. I don't need some. I don't need like a pillow top when I'm this you know taking the eternal really nap. Weird place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need temper penic. You know what I'm saying? Temper what? Temper pedic. There's a D in there, right? I don't need the temper pedic. Jesus. I am not cutting this show. Not editing this shit. If I'll do it and I'm gonna leave every bit in. You should, man. This is gold. This is podcast gold. Oh my goodness. You guys, uh, we, uh, someone shut this down, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just end it. End it now. All right, folks. Let me Put wander it in the its woods. Cheese cloth bag. <laughs> Put it to bed. That's right. Let's wrap it in its cheese cloth bag and plant a tree where it where it is. Drag it into the woods. This thing, this thing is dead. <laughs> Toast. <laughs> Oh man! So, oh maybe our podcast careers as well. I'm really, actually, we should announce now. Colson is—he's uh, been promoted to our social media manager. <laughs> That's why we have such a big presence on the web. Are you familiar with the web, though? I am. I, I understand what the web does—the interweb or the intraweb. Basically, I just Google something and it tells me the answer. Google is—doesn't it come with every computer? The Google. I mean, Google's amazing. I, yes. I googled. I, I googled uh, animal uh, group collective names, or animal collective names is what I googled. Do you have some weird fetish that we're not aware of? Well, no, it, it, because you know what is a, a it's like know, a flock are, of seagulls, right? Yeah, 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 that sort of that's and and, I, and and they have just lists of that shit, and that's what I wanted, and it came up right away. It was super awesome. What was the um, best one? Oh, there's a ton of great ones. Um, an unpleasantness of ravens. What? Yeah, unpleasantness. Unpleasantness. A murder of crows. A murder I know the crows. murder. Yeah. Um, there's the uh, Parliament of Owls, which I think is good. Um, They're a, very sage. A crash of rhinoceroses. What do you call, and I don't know the answer to this, what do you call a group of undebeatables? Mm. You don't call them undebeatables? That would be very confusing if you didn't call them that. Well, no, I mean, uh, you if know. you were in a, you know, quote unquote, like flock of undebeatables, is that what you're yeah. asking? <laughs> yes. Then, then it, that would be an awesome. 
Yeah. Oh, I like that. See, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> and awesome of unbeatables. <laughs> I, I, Sounds I was, good. I was Sounds good, say, right? I was going to say a pod. Of Undebeatables. Oh, yeah. Uh, because a pod is a thing. A little, little on the nose, no? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, porpoises are also in a pod, which is pretty cool. So it's us and the porpoisei. And the, in, the orca. In a pod, yeah. Uh, I also like uh, the uh, porcupines are a prickle. So you get a prickle of porcupines. Pretty clever. You, you know if you don't stop this, Joey, we yeah, will I, be here until Wednesday. I'm kind of... I don't know. You're kind of okay with that, aren't you? No, it's not that. Um, I just it, part of it's just like you know you like watching a car crash. Like you, you watch it, but you, you know you don't feel good a, about it. A tower of giraffes. All right, you can find us on a Twitter. Leap of leopards. We are at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook.com. A labor of moles slash the Undebeatables. Our website is theunbeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can send us all a message. You can review us on iTunes. Uh, it really helps new listeners find our show. We got t-shirts for sale. A business of ferrets. Are you serious? That's what it says. <laughs> I like. I thought I knew these better than this. I guess I don't. It's yeah. not a business ferret. It's a business <laughs> It's business. It's business time. Oh, sing the other song so we can stop this. (laughs) You can review us on iTunes. And you can listen to us in song. We got t shirts available, right? We do. I always wait for that. That's my cue. T shirts. Oh. Now it becomes clear. I thought you were better than that. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> we got T-shirts for sale. I'm sending one out to New York uh, from a buyer. Wait, Sweet. Someone, someone ordered merch. That was your mom, Jason. Yep. <laughs> okay. well, uh, we didn't. Just, we didn't just send her one free. I mean, come on, guys. It's, uh, we got to make money somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> got to keep these lights off, on. Off our parents buying this crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and for our once, <clears throat> it always goes. Bobby Slick Leonard, turn, turn out, out the, the lights. lights. The, the party's, party's over. It's <laughs> good. It's our. It's a solid duet, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. You take us out here, Colson. Yeah, actually, uh, in honor of the trade deadline, I um, I called up uh, Chink Acule and uh, had him do the uh, closing song for us. So, <laughs> somebody uh, go ahead and pass uh, pass that recording. In honor of our once and all. We just lost Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Turn out the lights. The party's over. I'm going to see if I can find a <laughs> clip on YouTube. That's, that's my Turkish. <laughs> Turkey and Russia, exactly the same. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Oh my 
good. I don't know if those are our best or our worst podcast ever. It's fantastic. <laughs> I think it's about time, gentlemen. <laughs> you think? I, I don't I think know it it's is. going so well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I actually, I just looked at my clock. I should have said that about 30 minutes ago, but that's <laughs> no, 20 minutes ago. You should oh, have just boy. not pressed the record button. That would have been the most prudent move. Yeah. If only there was a movie called Forget Undebeatables our <laughs> listeners could watch. You keep, you keep showing up. It's 150 times. You just keep pushing oh. record. I have no idea it has why. Been a, it's 150 shows. Uh, plus, we've had a couple of uh, I, whatever those things were uh, <laughs> on the side. Extras? Extras. It's a kind, kind uh, description of them. <laughs> Um. <laughs> added, added additional content I think is what we should additional do. content um, <laughs> I still think we should probably do um, I'm excited we're going to re-release all 150 episodes uh, but we're going to do uh, we're going to we're going to do audio narration of them <laughs> we're going to do uh, director's commentary. Yeah, over the top of it. Over the top of bod- yeah. an audio podcast. It's really hard to listen to. Bye!